these are things that like, you know, even people with the financial background still don't understand. And it's not their fault. It's of course, it's not, this is not in the news. It's not in books and textbooks. Um, it's almost like a secret. Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have a great guest on, Sari Ibrahim, and we're going to talk about something that I think a lot of business owners should really start thinking more about. So welcome to the show, Sari. Hey, Terrell. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. Now, before we jump into talking about like, you know, the details of what you do, tell us a little bit about, you know, your background and how it led you to doing that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I kind of started off when I was um, doing my master's degree about five years ago in business. Um, And I was working at a few different insurance companies. I worked at Allstate Insurance. I was helping a lot of like business owners um, pretty much plan or their insurance planning, doing like a lot of auto home commercial insurance. And then I kind of merged into the healthcare field where I was working with companies like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Humana, Cigna HealthSpring. And I was working with a lot of retirees, people who were like 64, 65 years old, merging off of their employer plans onto their own individual, individually owned Medicare plans. And that's, that was pretty much my job for a couple of years. I was a Medicare consultant, helping them make that transition, making sure everything was in align with their, their needs and wants. And then during that time, I started to build a relationship with these clients. And, and one of them asked me if I could help him with life insurance. He said, you know, there's a life insurance policy. It has cash value. It builds up over time. And I had no idea what he was referring to. But I told him, you know, um, I would do more research for him. I'd get back to him. And I went to um, Amazon. One of the ways I like to learn is I like to read uh, about a subject. So I went to Amazon and searched for books about life insurance. And I came across this one book called The Bank on Yourself Revolution by Pamela Yellen. And the book, the book pretty much talks about using this concept called the bank on yourself concept. It's also known as the infinite banking concept. A lot of people know it as that. And it's the utilization of dividend paying whole life insurance, mainly for the cash use for the, for the living benefits. And then pretty much the, as I was reading this book, it kind of took me off, uh, took me off guard where I was thinking about, you know, Medicare, I was thinking about how to service this client. And then the book was talking about, you know, how every time there's a market crash, um, the majority of the a majority of people who have retirement accounts like 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, mutual funds, brokerage accounts, those get hit significantly, you know, maybe even losses of like 50 to 60% every time there's a market crash. And I was like, this is a big problem for a lot of people because a lot of people rely on, you know, 401ks, their, their money invested in the stock market for their retirement. And and I, and I kind of wanted to, the book had a, a part where it said, if you wanted to become a bank on yourself professional uh, and join the organization. And I did that. I filled out an application, joined the organization. I went through an eight week rigorous training program uh, in financial services and then started the company financial asset protection. And pretty much that's where, what I do now. Um, I started the company financial asset protection and our primary focus is using the bank on yourself strategy to help small business owners pretty much keep their wealth and as well as grow it uh, regardless of market conditions. Awesome. Awesome. You know, something you said that I thought was interesting was me and, you know, the person asked you about, you know, the cash value of life insurances. Like, I wonder how many people that are in the insurance space that don't understand that. Oh yeah, definitely. Not just in the insurance space, but also in the financial services space too. So a lot of financial advisors, and financial planners mostly specialize in like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, 401ks, IRAs, more on the conventional, traditional financial planning. So when they hear like cash value life insurance, either they have no idea what it is, or 
um, they argue against it. They say, you know, that's really, you know, small rates of return, super expensive policies. It's not worth it. You get a much higher rate of return investing your money in the stock market. But of course, that's not always true, you know, because you don't know what the stock market is going to do. And also a lot of people are talking about, so pretty much whole life insurance has more of a, the, the concept I'm talking about has more of a modern twist to it. Um, it's been around for over 160 years, but the infinite banking concept has been around for about 20 years and it, uh, you can structure it. So it has higher rates of return, higher than the older policies. So kind of, those are some ways to kind of argue against how people say that, you know, whole life insurance is, super boring, no rate, very little rates of return. There are ways where you can increase the rates of return safely and predictably, and also on a tax favored basis. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So now as you kind of navigated that journey, like I said, of just, you know, being introduced to this, you know, you say an alternative from the conventional way of thinking about, you know, investing in people protecting their future and their assets, you know, what was that that journey like? I mean, in in kind of mentally leaving the conventional to opening yourself up to, or did you face any mental roadblocks or any pushback from others in the profession? Yeah, definitely. It was a mind mindset shift, both for me and for prospects and clients around me. Um, definitely, I had to kind of fully grasp it, and I'm still learning about the concept till now. I still, you know, I'm still learning, and it's pretty much become like um, a different way of thinking. Like, for example. Um, you know, prior to learning all about this, I would have pretty much I'll, took out a you know piece of paper and put it investment A, how much rate of return will get me? And then investment B, how much rate of return will get me? And whichever one has the highest one, that's the one I choose. And that's what 99% of people do in the world is that when it comes to investing or saving, they pick the one that has just the highest rate of return. And that's the one they go with. But here's a problem with that. There's a couple other variables you need to consider, like taxes. What's the tax liability on that? Is it a pre-tax vehicle? Is it an after-tax vehicle? What's the tax rate? What does it put you at in terms of taxes and how much does it cost you? And another thing too that people need to account to are the, is a fee structure. How much, is a start, how much does it cost to start this investment or the savings plan? And how much does the company or the advisor charge every single year on a recurring basis? Calculate those fees as well. And then also, even more importantly, what's the volatility like? You know, is it a, a very high risk? Is it moderate risk? What's the history? What's the historical risk behind it? And then also, what, what's the projected risk of this? Um, these kind of situations, these kind of questions kind of opened up my mind into thinking about not just one variable, but numerous variables. And then I think when I started to show clients this and kind of not just looking at the rate of return, but looking at different aspects of a savings plan or, or an investment, then I think that kind of started to draw more fans and, and more clients once they kind of looked at it from different from angles and, and different perspectives. Gotcha, gotcha. So as you're working with clients and, you know, like helping educate them, um, you know, other than like one-on-one -on -one meetings, are there any other ways that you use to, to help educate and introduce clients to the, the, this, you know, this alternative way of looking at their, protecting their assets? Yeah, definitely. Through podcasts, just like this, you know, um, I do a lot of guest podcasting and I, I, what I'll do is sometimes I'll share the podcast link with clients and I'll do like email marketing and, and pretty much include the link for it. And then also I recommend the book. So the, the Bank Line Yourself Revolution by Pamela Yellen. It's a fantastic book to read and understand this concept. Also, uh, Becoming Your Own Banker by Nelson Nash. That's a really good book too to read. So I kind of, what I do with clients is I'll introduce a topic. I'll send them my podcast links. I'll send them the book links. And then pretty much they'll, they'll, you know, pretty much consume it and try to understand the material. And then we can have a, an appointment then because it's going to be really hard for me to kind of 
put, to, put together this whole solution when the client doesn't really understand it that much. So I, I kind of need the buy-in from the client. Like they understand this. And again, this is unconventional, you know, unconventional practices here. So it's not something that we're taught in school, you know, use a whole life insurance policy, grow the cash value predictably safely on a, on a tax favorite basis. These are things that like, you know, even people with the financial background still don't understand. And it's not their fault. It's of course, it's not, this is not in the news. It's not in books and textbooks. Um, it's almost like a secret, you know? Um, but of course I, once, once somebody, once one of my clients understands it, then it's almost like they tell, they start explaining it to their spouses to their kids, to their parents, you know, and, it, and, it, and, and I do get a lot of referrals from that. And the referrals that come in are typically, um, educated referrals because they were pretty much brought in educated. Gotcha. So when you're usually working with someone, you know, or, or I guess you're, you're talking to people, are there any common roadblocks that they usually have that, you know, slow them down from comprehending and understanding this? Yeah, definitely. You know, the first one is, you know, my financial advisor told me that whole life insurance, you know, gives you 2% every year, I can make 12% in the stock market. Um, That's one typical uh, roadblock. Another roadblock is, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I could, I could invest in, or I could save into one of these whole life policies, but then I could do more in real estate investing than I could. And pretty much to counter both of those are and I never want to argue with anybody, you know, but pretty much to, to provide feedback on those is that um, the infinite banking concept or the, the bank on yourself concept, it's not an either or strategy. It's not either I put money in whole life insurance or I invest it in real estate. A lot of our clients are real estate investors and the infinite banking concept is a very integrated approach, meaning that we could, we could fund a whole life policy, save up the cash value in it. And then from there, borrow against it, use that for real estate investing. So that way the real estate investors will become their own source of financing. They get to control the terms. They get to control the payback periods of their loan and their policy keeps growing at the same time. So eventually they'll have the appreciation in the cash value and the whole life policy because it grows every year and they'll have the appreciation from the real estate. So pretty much their money is doing two things for them at the same time. And Terrell, this is exactly what banks do. Banks have whole life insurance policies. They grow them with billions of dollars and then they borrow from those policies. They use those to fund, you know, credit cards, lines of credit, mortgages. They earn interest from those and they earn interest from the life insurance companies at the same time with the same dollars. And this is something that I want like a lot of people to, to know about. I, I kind of want to spread the word to like, you know, show them how they could beat, you know, beat the banks at their own game is using this strategy. Mm-hmm. Wow, that that is impressive. So when you think about, you know, the clients that you usually work with, you know, how would you kind of define or describe, you know, your target audience? Yeah, typically, um, people between the ages of like 35 and 50, uh, they're typically married. Um, some it might be a husband who is self employed, and the spouse is um, a W-2 employee or vice versa. One of the spouses is a W-2 employee, the other one is self-employed. And they typically do that for benefits and other, other perks. And also they, a lot of them are real estate investors either full-time or on the side alongside their W-2 jobs. And they already have like a 401k or 401a or 403b account. Pretty much they're already, they're already in some sort of saving strategy and they already have some saving strategies in mind. But I'm not exclusive to that, meaning that if you're outside all of those things, it's not like I won't work with you. You know, I, I tried to spread this from every, anybody who's, you know, a freshman in college to somebody who's, you know, 70 years old. I tried to kind of, because it could be applicable to a lot of people. You don't need to be wealthy. You don't need to be in the top, you know, 5% of the country to, to use one of these policies. Um, it could be anywhere from a few hundred dollars a month 
to policies there, you know, you're going in with $700,000, $800,000 to start the policy. So there's a huge kind of target audience, but pretty much that is mostly, um, that's typically our clients, real estate investors and um, either passively or active real estate investors. Awesome. Awesome. Now, where can people find you online or how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, definitely. They can go to our company website. It's finassetprotection.com. It's F-I-N assetprotection.com. And then there's a link. You can schedule a free appointment and all our appointments are virtual and pretty much you can uh, yeah, schedule the appointment and I'll give you a call or we can jump on Zoom for the appointment. Perfect. Perfect. Now, before we wrap up, one last question I always like to ask every guest that's come on, you know, when you think about your journey of where you've been and where, you know, where you are now and just what the future entails for you, you know, what's two lessons that you've learned that you would share with other business owners? Okay. Um, number one, mindset. I, I'm a very big fan of like mindsets and there's a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck, Dweck and pretty much the book differentiates fixed mindset from growth mindset. And I definitely think that you should have a growth mindset as opposed to a fixed. So, you know, kind of uh, quickly, uh, a fixed mindset is somebody who relies on qualities that they can't control to determine their future. So like, you know, I'm sure I can't play basketball. I live in this part of Chicago. I won't make it to, you know, working for large corporations or whatever the case might be. You're relying on fixed qualities that you have no control over. Growth mindset is, you know, I'm going to practice. I'm going to beat the odds. And a lot of athletes actually, you know, that they're more on the, they're on the growth mindset. You know, most people are not born with, actually, I don't believe anybody's born with talent. I think that people practice over and over until they achieve what they truly want. And that's the growth mindset. And then the second thing that I want to share with people is to think like a bank, you know, instead of thinking like a consumer or thinking kind of just like a buyer, somebody who just follows the lead, think like a bank, you know, what are, what are the largest companies and the largest banks doing in the world and then follow what they're doing and pretty much mimic their, their results when it comes to saving uh, and passively investing and growing your business, of course. Awesome. Well, sorry. Thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your story, your insight. Um, definitely enjoyed having you on and helping the audience hear what you had to share. So appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Terrell. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the Business Talk Library is the place where business makes sense.